0: Welcome to Age of Minority, a podcast for youth about the gospel. I'm your host, Jekyll, here with my co-host, pastor, and dad, Sean. Happy
1: New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Happy belated Christmas.
1: Yeah, all that it's stuff. It's
0: been ages since we've been in front of the mic. It's been a time. Hey, Jaquel, do you know that we
1: have had this same intro music since 2019?
0: Okay, I, I did not know. I know we've had it for a long time, but I would not have been able to guess.
1: 2019 and I still love it well that is great I for you love it i just want to tap the counter every time <laughs> it goes on i have to restrain myself because it is so groovy and anybody who doesn't like it well there's something wrong with them that's
0: well, all I have to say. all right what a great way to so start great. hey listeners if you don't like our music there <laughs> is something wrong with you, you you know
1: what i'm just i i i i was living in james you know for my sermon on sunday yep and like james doesn't mince words so that's you know that's that's how i am that's he just he scary. just says it straight he's like you guys are all a bunch of sinners and so if you don't like my music uh you are all i don't know you're not a bunch of sinners but you you need to have better taste I'll you know there's there
0: <laughs> so hey, dad
1: james says it the way it is i i'm just being like james
0: how, how are you I'm, what's I'm, going on uh, <laughs> what's new you know, I decided
1: in this new year that I wasn't going to ask you that question because I'm just too nice.
0: See, that's great because I decided in this new year I am going to ask you that question to fill the void. See, I
1: decided that maybe we need to ask each other a different question. Yeah. You know, rather than how are you doing, what's going on in your life? It's
0: it's true. But I, I'm doing I'm doing good. Okay. Well, I have. I mean, we have something specific to talk about uh, something that that you uh teased yeah teased like over text, last... oh, teased with a picture. over text oh teased over text. and then you're like i'll just tell you about it on the pod yeah, tomorrow
1: yeah i don't know i mean do we want to get talking about food right away
0: i mean i mean it is one of the most not? important
1: things in our lives it's true you know after god of course
0: and we just had the holiday season and yeah, new years yeah. i mean people are, are always talking about food so yeah
1: see those the things somebody came to me at church on sunday afterwards and said so so tell me about the good new year's eve or good new year's food you ate oh and i'm yes. like we didn't really do it much mm-hmm. like you know people have big dinners on right. new year's and stuff and i'm yeah. like yeah we didn't really do that we had tacos on new year's eve mm-hmm. but on new year's day what did we do new year's day
0: i don't know we had steak
1: yeah well you and you and your good good deal on steaks what what did we do i can't even remember what we did on new year's day I that,
0: had... that was only like three days ago what was new year's day sunday it was saturday
1: I, I don't remember what we had, but I do Ow. remember, I know it was nothing special. Clearly, that's, that's clearly. I remember. It was nothing special. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, oh, I remember mom had, we ate different, different times oh. because something happened and I felt like garbage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that, but something happened. I was feeling garbage. So mm-hmm. we, we were supposed to eat. I was not hungry. Mm-hmm. And so mom had crackers and cheese and I had leftover steak. Oh, okay. Yeah, because can you ever go wrong with steak? Of course not. You can't. So, um, but what I I was going to tell you about was my breakfast sandwich. That's right. Yeah, made a pretty killer breakfast sandwich yesterday. Looked amazing. Because because I used sourdough bread. Mm. Right?
0: Sourdough bread. That's bougie. But,
1: oh, oh, I'm bougie. (laughs) Well, your sandwich was. Wow, but I'm not bougie. Uh, No. I don't think anybody would ever call me bougie. I don't think so. I think I'm the opposite of bougie.
0: Yeah, but hey, they wouldn't have called James bougie either. Right, exactly. So, there (laughs) you go. Anyway, so sourdough bread, but here's
1: the thing, Jekyll. What's the thing? I know these are the kind of hot takes that our listeners tune in for. Of course. Is that when you toast sourdough bread, when you grill sourdough bread, because that's what you do for a breakfast sandwich. You grill the bread. Naturally. You put it on the flat grill, the flat top with butter on it, and it's amazing.
0: But when you do that with sourdough, you know what? You lose the sourdough taste. Oh, yeah. It just kind of comes across as bread. Well, it's true. I mean, it depends on what kind of sourdough you're using. Like, if we're talking about people who are making their own sourdough starters, I'm Guessing they do not have as much of an issue because there's more of a tang. Well,
1: yeah, but okay. Here's the thing: so uh, our, our some of our listeners won't be aware of this, but like we have two primary grocery stores here in in Atlantic Canada. Anyway, we got Sobeys, and we have Atlantic Superstore. Yeah. When you go to Atlantic Superstore and you buy their sourdough bread, it's it looks almost just like a regular loaf of bread. It's, it's true. Not very. It doesn't have the Sour, tang. Sour, yeah. Okay, but when you go to Sobeys, it's actually it, – Yes, it's, that's It's a true. proper sourdough yeah, loaf, right. and it has much more mm-hmm, tang. Mm-hmm. But when you toast it, you lose the tang. But no, it was a pretty, pretty incredible – incredible sandwich. Mum really uh, had a hankering for the breakfast sandwich with the hash brown patty in it. Mm. So I had the hash brown patty and I had the bacon and the bacon was the perfect crisp. Nice. And she likes the folded egg, which is yes. basically, it's basically like an omelet egg. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was pretty amazing. But I will tell you, What I was most disappointed with, like I said to my mom afterwards, I'm like, I don't know if I can say this is my best breakfast sandwich ever because I have made some killer breakfast sandwiches. You really have. But but what I was most disappointed with, with this one, is that you lost the sourdough taste. I was Mm. looking for that hard sourdough
0: yeah that yeah i I could see the disappointment but sourdough bread even without the tang still still a good high quality bread
1: yeah so so i have some other food news that you you might be interested in that you're aware of also okay that we're doing take turkey dinner oh take two Two. i not part two take two you're right very exciting it it was very disappointing because some of our relatives couldn't make it for christmas dinner yeah and so i said look that's it. I owe you a turkey dinner, and we're paying off on Saturday. And I hear you're bringing the sweet potato I casserole. I am bringing the sweet potato casserole because I was like, you know, hun, let's uh, not you, hun, mom, hun. Yeah. I, I, I got was that. like, you know, hun, let's not worry about sweet potato. We'll just do mashed potatoes. We'll do stuff and We'll do carrots, and we'll do turkey. Yeah. And and then she says, uh, oh, girl's bringing sweet potato. I'm like, yeah, coming in man. clutch
0: here. So, so
1: here, I mean, man, we're just going on with the food, but this was the first year I ate every morsel of leftovers from. Christmas dinner. Wow. Every, every I mean to the very last. I had like some mashed potatoes and a little bit of sweet potato and like one little piece of turkey and I made up some gravy and I ate that. Wowie It zowie. was delish man.
0: Yeah our, our one regret with the leftovers you sent with us is yeah. that we did not get your killer gravy. Your oh, gravy was so good this year. And
1: I'm cooking this turkey the same way so we're going to have oh, that same gravy. Man
0: that gravy was amazing. Yeah. I mean the, all of it was delicious. You know what
1: the trick is? The trick is that you cook the turkey in a pan with some you pour some water in the bottom uh-huh. and so the dripping mm-hmm. goes together
0: with that water that I mean, and then you have more liquid because it, uh, sometimes uh, for well for my one time cooking a turkey yeah my issue is that i just didn't have that much liquid at I the bottom know. of the pan to make good gravy so i, I just know. you know made a made it from a package
1: i know which reminds me i need to buy a tray so okay anyway so that's well, exciting we get to have another turkey dinner that is exciting I'm I, get, I get to, to spatchcock that. another turkey thrilling which is a fascinating way to cook a turkey man you cut the backbone out and then you flatten it right down i don't know why it's called spatchcock i haven't looked up the the you know the origin of that word i have no idea what why but man when you flatten that bird out it cooks like super fast and super delicious mm.
0: well there you go mm. We'll have to oh. give an update on the uh, second turkey.
1: Very excited about that. So, um, uh, let's see. How do I say this? Is there anything that you would like to share on the pod before we get into our topic? Sure. Du jour?
0: I'll just share a funny Lucy anecdote. Oh, a Lucy
1: anecdote. I was gonna yeah. say you're
0: getting uh, you're getting a little fat over there. I when this comes on thirty two weeks. Yikes! Yep. That went fast. Although, like, see, that's the only and way you slow. can say it.
1: You can't say you look a little baby over there. You're just <laughs> looking a little fat.
0: But it's not thanks, fat. Babs. It's baby. thanks so much. Well, my doctor complimented me on having such a nice little pregnancy belly. Really?
1: Yep. I love <laughs> your pregnancy
0: belly. Thanks. I seriously
1: love it. Thanks and I, Mel. I think I think we kind of had this chat uh, before. In that in that last time you were pregnant, I didn't see you as much. Exactly.
0: Like right now, when yeah. I was this pregnant with Lucy, we yeah. weren't seeing each other. We yeah, were just video calling. Horrific. I but know. so
1: i love seeing you pregnant i well, love it i love it i love it okay let's am. let's hear this lucy story
0: anyways so i'm i need you to tell me whether this is a good parenting or bad parenting here <laughs> uh, this is, <laughs> we just you. introduce a new session here <laughs> i ask uh pastor dad was yeah. this good parenting, good parenting or bad parenting or bad so, okay, first I have to establish <laughs> that my daughter is 19 months old, so she cannot read. And she's That's, that's very important yep. she, to this story. She cannot read. Okay. All right. Second, Th- that very that important fact. we're aware of. I mean,
1: she could possibly read. We don't
0: know. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally <laughs> not can't possible. She can read out loud, but come on. Anyways, anyways. Um, <laughs> the other, other uh, important fact is that she loves my husband's Bible.
1: Oh, yeah, I know.
0: She's kind of obsessed with Bible. it. Um, Bible. So we use his Bible for family worship every night. She knows where it is. She goes and gets it. But frequently during the day, she will <laughs> she will find it. And actually, this morning she went and sat on the little stoop yeah, on the leading the out door. to our, our patio and just sat and like flipped through the Bible. <laughs> anyway, my granddaughter right so That's there, what folks. she was doing. She was doing yesterday. She was just flipping through the Bible. She was very, was very gentle with it. Yeah. But she found a pen. That Joe had left Ooh. in the Bible, and you know what? We don't let her play with pens. No, so I went nice. over and I took the pen from her, and then she was very unhappy with yeah. that. And so she threw the Bible down and yelled. And I said, "No, no, no!" Yeah, I'm sure. You and did. as punishment, I took the Bible away oh. from her, <laughs> so she was not allowed <laughs> to fake read it anymore. <laughs> Good parenting, and bad parenting.
1: I like how you say so. She was not allowed to fake read it anymore.
0: See, see this is what's <laughs> essential. All right, I did not prohibit my child from reading the Bible. That's that's the important point of the story. I prohibited her from flipping through the Bible.
1: Okay, I am going to say that this is only this this parenting advice I'm about to give is only applicable in very limited situations. Okay. There are very few contexts I would say this. But Jekyll, you were entirely right to take the Bible away from your child.
0: Thank you, Bubz. You <laughs> that, heard it here first, and that, folks.
1: And that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Yes. Well, as you know, we uh, it's it's hard to discipline children yeah. and figure out what are effective forms of discipline and how to be like a godly parent and stuff.
1: You got to. It's, it's,
0: it's tough. It's tough. It's but not easy. <laughs> there you go, folks. If you are you wondering a uh, good punishment for your uh, pre-reading toddler. In, in
1: very limited context, <laughs> it's appropriate to take the Bible away from your child.
0: There we go. Right. On that note, yeah,
1: let's move. Let's move on. Let's uh, get into our topic du jour. Indeed.
0: Well, you know, we talked about Bibles. We've talked yeah. about food, and our topic today really has to do with both of them. It's true. I mean, it's the new year. It's the new year. It's the new year. People we'll talk are talking about, about, about talking about food and their food goals. People mm. talking about Bibles. Any, anyways, there's the everything you,
1: you see. Do you have any food goals for New Year? Uh, oh no,
0: yeah, but well. we we're cleaning up our diet. Yeah. Um, I got you know two months left of this pregnancy right. and want to eat a, a little a little better and we went a little crazy over the holidays so we're, we're mes- just we're
1: messing up her diet
0: <laughs> okay we just figure we need to eat less healthy yeah, okay I, i'm just
1: kind of like you know i don't eat enough fat number and, one new and, year resolution no no eat
0: less healthy no
1: i'm not making many changes i don't have many areas of change in my in my diet although well no i was gonna say although i'm using less salt and oils in my cooking but only for mom <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not for me because salt and oil makes food taste good. And uh, so if you don't like it, hey, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Well, um, you can tell them there's something wrong with them, right? Because right, like James. Like I did before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but we're talking about, about the new year. Let, let's, let's just talk about kind of a uh, – because I don't even know – if you and I have, I know I've talked to you some about where what I'm doing with this, but before we get into kind of the more theological side of things, um, what are you doing for your Bible reading plan you this
0: year? You know, Bubs. I don't you remember. know, yes, you do.
1: I don't remember.
0: So I am doing a chronological oh, that's right. yeah, plan. Now no, no I remember, yes. but I forgot. But yeah. Tell our listeners. Yeah, so I'm doing a a chronological Bible reading plan in a year and I'm following along. Roughly with Tara Lee Cobble's Bible right. Recap. Yeah. Just to check it out, right? See what yep, it's all about. Yeah, exactly. I have yeah. a friend doing it and we're going to yeah. do it together. And I, if our listeners are truly loyal listeners and remembered our episode last year where we talked about what we were doing for our Bible reading plans, they may remember that I did not do a Bible reading right. plan this right. past year because some of my goals were to spend longer amounts of time in shorter texts like spend spend more time going deeper in some passages and then also spend more time reading the Bible faster kind of like alternating right and I mean that was it was good it was it was a good year but I am definitely ready to get back to a plan get back to that added accountability
1: um
0: and I did a chronological plan I don't know maybe six years ago so it's been a good while and yeah it's fun to do a plan with somebody else yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely is I I mean like I have you ever thought have you ever talked to Joe about following the same plan together
0: yeah we have talked about it but both of us like the way that we do our our bible reading times and even listening the amount of listening versus actually physically reading it, it just varies enough that you know, we we enjoy doing family worship together yeah. and, and reading through a, a book that way. Um, it's a, but it's do our a, own thing.
1: It's just so funny because mom and I also do not do the same plan together. But it's it's for well, I don't I wouldn't say it's a much different reason, but it's just like our Bible reading schedules are so different. Yeah, and, and, and so, like, I like to have a plan and, and I like to tick off the box and everything like that. And it never becomes an issue for me. It mm-hmm. never... I, mean, no, I shouldn't say it never becomes an issue. You're so I, spiritual. I'm, I'm, I'm sure from just... time to time, you know, a day here or there, it might just be like, oh, I got to get the box ticked. But yeah. generally, I don't, I don't know why. That just doesn't really... Uh, Seem to be an issue for me. You but, have enough other issues. <laughs> that's very true. Anyway, <laughs> I, I am doing a different plan for me anyway this year. I'm doing that five five day Bible reading plan yeah. that uh, that Charlie's recommends. It's not his plan. It's just the one that he follows, and it's also it's 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 chronological.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know how to
1: say that properly yes. But it's like it's not perfectly chronological mm-hmm. Like there is no well, perfect chronology yeah, exactly. Of the Bible uh, uh, Because I mean people You read 10 different chronological plans And they'll be different mm-hmm. um, So this one is vaguely chronological Like they say right off the bat Hey we're chronological Oh here we go They say we're chron- uh, they, they, they didn't say it like this But they would say Or the way I would say it Is it's chronological-ish Yeah okay uh, And I kind of like that But uh, anyway so and weirdly enough, I started my plan on January 1st, which so I, did I never do. Yeah. I, and what's interesting is, is my, I finished my last year's plan, which was more than a year's plan. It was like a, I, did, I did the Bible in a year and a half or something like that hmm. intentionally. I yeah. slowed it down just a bit. Um, and so I finished my plan like December 20th or something and I started another one right away and I didn't like it mm-hmm. and so I thought oh, I'll, st- I'll, I'll start over again and start on January 1st it's so nice. unlike me to go with the crowd but uh, I know here we are um, here we okay are. so that, that's out of the way so now let's talk about the new year and let's just again this is a casual conversation episode
0: yeah I don't know I mean,
1: we're number we're, we must be at, like casual conversation number
0: 20 or yeah so. we're in the 20s for okay, sure
1: because like we're just all about these casual conversations we're gonna have to change the name of our podcast to age of minority casual conversation yeah or or
0: just just one day subtly we'll take casual conversations would, out we'll of the just title. Keep they will not be numbered anymore. Maybe
1: we even should. Anyway. Um it, because like, do we really need an excuse to talk about a subject we've already talked about? And no. and do we it, and do we really need to really emphasize that this is a casual conversation? We've I been podcasting for over five years. We can just have casual conversations about issues we've talked about already.
0: It's true. So maybe we won't even
1: call it a casual conversation. We'll
0: see, who can know?
1: But it is a casual conversation. Just about to be the clear. New Year. How to think about the new year. How to think about the new year. We've talked about it before, but hey, here we are in 2022 and everybody went into 20, uh, I don't remember what we talked about last New Year's episode, but everybody went into 2021 thinking, man, 2020 was horrible. Let's hope for a better year in 2021. There was so much hope, so much optimism. And now it's, pure pessimism it's true everybody is going into 2022 expecting it to be ex- exactly as bad as 2021 maybe even worse yes
0: all the memes are very dark and so like what
1: are what are we as christians supposed to think about all this because like i also share that mm-hmm. um I, I was talking to a member on sunday and and he 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 put into terms how I feel and he said I'm living between hope and despair mm. and I thought that's exactly how I feel so like yeah. I'll, I'll throw it over to you Jaquel over to your side of the table oh, thanks, Bob's. how does a Christian think about the new year especially in the context that we're in
0: well so there's one thing I've been thinking about that I, I mentioned briefly to you before we recorded that that some of at least what i 've been feeling this year has challenged me in a good way mm-hmm. <laughs> against some of the ways that i've thought in years previous and and here here 's what I mean so like this year, as I think about goals, as I think about plans, well already we we're talking about some of the things going on in my life, and there 's just so many unknowns there's a lot of stuff going on that I just have no clue how it's going to pan out right. I, I There's so many things. I just question marks for the year ahead. And what I'm holding to going into 2022 is that the Lord is sovereign and the Lord knows. And, you know, the Lord will keep me and hold me through this year. And even if things are really cruddy, again, like I can hope and trust in the Lord. Whereas other years, I must admit, maybe I've been a little too optimistic or maybe not too optimistic, but held my plans a little too tightly or tried to control a little more or at least not acknowledge the Lord's sovereignty as much as I should have. Because there is this feeling of, empowerment going into Uh a new year with so many possibilities and so many things and we do have this illusion of control and 2020 and 2021 have stripped away many of our illusions of control and so that's one thing i've been thinking about that that going into this new year it's okay to make goals it's not wrong to make plans Mm -hmm. not necessarily but this year is in the Lord's hands just like the last few years. And that has to be our overriding perspective in whatever we do and however we plan.
1: Yeah, I, I think the I think the trick or the hard thing is to guard yourself against that defeatist mindset yeah right? against the despair yeah against the despair be, because I mean that's that's when, when <laughs> oftentimes when we press into the uh, into the Lord's sovereignty it's because things are not going well mm-hmm. Our, our, mm-hmm. our our circumstances are not good and and like you said, you look to the new year and and it's like well maybe things won't get any better maybe they'll get worse right but God is still in control mm-hmm. but what you've got to be careful n- not to slip into is that defeatist mindset where it's just like things are definitely going to be worse. It's like yeah. it, it, if you're focusing on the Lord's sovereignty, it's like the Lord is definitely going to be sovereign. He he, the Lord is going to reign over 2022, just like he reigned over 2021. Yeah. And and so it, it's like, you know, uh, you know, a common phrase that I'm known for uttering. You, you don't you won't remember it until I tell it. But it, it's this it's this hope for the best. Expect the worst. Mm-hmm. Right. And And it's like. I don't know. Like I, I don't even know how to think about that anymore. Because, shh, wh- what even is the best? Like that's what I'm losing sight of. Like what, what, what am I even hoping for in 2022? I don't even know. Well,
0: I think that's the problem. The problem is when we anchor the hope to our circumstances. Yeah. Okay. No, the hope it doesn't is not dependent on our circumstances. Our hope is yeah. in the Lord alone. Like that's the only way we're gonna make it through difficult circumstances without being in despair
1: well okay so so i i I guess i guess like what i'm what i'm picking up then is that we have to have this balance because in when when we left 2021 everyone was one was expecting the it to be better when we left 2020 sorry when we left 2020 everybody expected it to be better and now when we go to 2022 everybody expects it to be as bad or worse, yeah. But really, we shouldn't go into 2022 expecting it to be the worst or expecting it to be better. We should just mm. expect it to be whatever God has planned and seek to be faithful to Him in the midst of whatever it is. Yeah. Be- because like I don't like, and this is what I'm wrestling with is is I feel like I am coming into going into 2022 with despair, mm-hmm. expecting things to just get worse, mm-hmm. and and. You know, I I think I'm probably going to be right. Things are going to get worse. But uh, am am I doing myself any favors uh, or uh, am am I just not thinking about it right?
0: Yeah. Like what's the balance between being realistic about living in difficult times? Right. And and like still holding on to hope or, or not falling into despondency. Yeah over that.
1: Maybe, maybe the trick is in expanding your context. Mm. So, so if, if all you can see is what's happening in your life, it could be a problem. Um, if all you can see in the world, i.e. all you can see is, is all your context is, then again, that's going to be pretty, uh, you're going to be in a state of despair. But if you can keep in mind, uh, not only is God sovereign, but the fact that God is sovereign means that he is accomplishing his plan and then expand your context to that plan mm-hmm. which is the salvation of his people and the recreation of the heavens and the earth uh, where where we will be resurrected from the dead and live for eternity in his presence then that will give us more hope
0: absolutely and i i do think even in difficult circumstances We should be seeking to cultivate a contentment in our lives because the Lord is always doing good things in our lives. Yeah. That it's like this year might be very difficult, but there will be good things in our lives this year. There will be provision and there will be blessings. And so, also balancing even what we're focusing on in our lives. I'm not just saying, like, oh, if your life is really terrible, well, just just focus on the, the silver lining and, yeah. and, you know, try to yeah. surely temple it. But I, I am saying, like, we can get so distracted by suffering and difficulty that we do neglect to remember that the Lord is still giving us good things.
1: Well, or we neglect to see that God is doing good things through those terrible y- circumstances. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, isn't it hard when, when a loved one is experiencing suffering and you're praying for that loved one and it's like you know, clearly throughout the scriptures, we see that God does amazing things through suffering. Mm. Like, like this is, it's not purposeless know, or our, pointless. Our salvation is because of suffering without mm-hmm. suffering, there would be no salvation. Right. And it's the suffering of, of the Lord Jesus. So it's like, it's not difficult to see how suffering helps us. Yeah. How, or, or shall I say how not the suffering itself, but how God uses works in same, us and yeah. uses that suffering But it's like, I still can't pray. I still can't bring myself to pray for people's suffering, Uh, you know, uh, and and nor should we, right? It it just kind of refocuses our prayers to pray for strength in the midst of suffering and to pray for God to use that suffering for his good purpose. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, the Romans tells us that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character. Like that's, we should be praying to that end because our friends and loved ones are going through suffering but we still, we talked about this, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or something that it's just like suffering exists because of sin. Right. <laughs> like it's not right. like suffering is, is good. Yeah. Like bad things no, are not good. Of Christians no. don't, don't subscribe to that. No, but we do subscribe to this bigger picture of the world where God is, is sovereign and is working through suffering to accomplish good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so what do we think about in light of all this? What do we think about resolutions? And, and, I mean, I know we've talked about resolutions in the past. Where are we at now, though? Like, it, it's funny because, like, a lot of people are changing their views on things. And, and a lot of people are refusing to change their views. They dig their heels in. Things come up and they refuse to change their views. So, 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 like, while we've talked about resolutions in the past, what do we think about resolutions now and especially New Year's resolutions?
0: I mean, I'm guessing our views are probably pretty consistent since we've never been super... No. In, I know, guess that's true. Intense one way or the other. Yeah. Um I mean my opinion at least is that resolutions can still be appropriate. They can still be useful as long as you're keeping in mind, you know, the the truths we've talked about, what what we know about who God is, what we know about the, what the scriptures tell us about making plans and goals and doing that with wisdom and and also with a, a mind to the fact that things can change in the world very quickly.
1: You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that I think New Year's resolutions are terrible. Ooh, hot I, take here. I know. I don't, I don't have a problem with resolutions. I have a problem with New Year's resolutions because why in heaven's name would you— Maybe I'm not supposed to say that. Why in heaven's name? Oh, I don't know. It's just a saying from my childhood. I I think my mom used to say it.
0: Oh, blame it on Grammy. Oh, it's definitely
1: Grammy's fault. I don't know. I just thought about that. Anyway. Okay, you're against New Year's resolutions. Why would you you hold off on making a resolution until New Year's Eve? That's dumb.
0: Okay, so I I agree (laughs) with you, but I'm going to push back on you a little bit.
1: Please push, push, push.
0: Because I think there is something to rhythms and seasons... Of life and and new beginnings. I have
1: no problem with you making a resolution on New Year's Eve. I just have a problem with you putting it off until New Year's Eve. Okay,
0: I agree with that.
1: It should be a resolution on New Year's Eve just like any other day.
0: Yes, but I, I think a lot of people don't like, quote unquote, hold off on them. The new year just prompts them. That's when they reflect and are mindful of it. why are are you waiting until
1: December 31st to make a resolution about living your life more for the Lord Jesus?
0: Well, oh, if we're talking about like spiritual resolutions. what else are
1: we talking about here? For the Christian, every every, resolution is spiritual.
0: It's true. But there is something about like the new school year. A lot of people feel this too. In September, many people feel a fresh start. And so- Reevaluate their yeah. goals and whatnot. And okay. I think
1: that's fine. Okay, so here's what I think I'm saying I'm saying we should make more resolutions. Like, oh, I'm not sure. saying to make less resolutions, I'm saying, um, you know, if it, it, we should always be making resolutions we we should okay, always be fair. reforming even
0: there we go shouldn't we i wow, mean how original.
1: we should all be reforming our doctrine and we should all be
0: reforming our lives reforming lives. Our lives. absolutely that's true.
1: if our if our doctrine is reformed our lives should be reformed otherwise we're not getting our doctrine right
0: well and that's encouragement to the whatever percentage it is 95 97% of people who give up on their new year's resolutions yeah. after 1 month that it's like no don't put your hope in a new year you can make yeah. resolutions at any time. Um, but I personally don't think there's anything wrong with using the new year to reflect on your life and your goals and ways that you can live and more effectively and efficiently and yeah. all that stuff for the Lord.
1: I'm, I'm going to say one other thing about the whole resolution thing is that I think that sometimes we're too specific. Yeah. Like I I think, you know, somebody will say, well, I'm going to eat less. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to like maybe we should get more to the heart of things. Like I'm going to I'm going to understand that my body is created in the image of God and I need to treat it as such. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we need to be more general. And again, like, uh, I'm not really pushing back against specifics. If somebody says, you know, I eat too many meals, I need to cut out one of my meals, or I don't exercise enough. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I do think that if you, if you got down below the, you know, you got down to a deeper level, mm-hmm. you might be more successful in all areas of your life mm-hmm. if, if you sought to make resolutions concerning, you know, like... Like maybe, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to think like, I I think you'd be better off if your resolution was, I'm going to trust in Jesus more Mm -hmm. uh, than if you said, I'm going to read my Bible more. Like, and again, it's a good resolution to say, I'm going to read my Bible more, but if you trust in Jesus more, that should then carry out in you reading your Bible more.
0: Do you know what I'm saying? I do. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I, well, I think some some of the pushback comes from another (laughs) angle of things we've talked about where as Christians. Yeah. Our life is not just about doing better,
1: right? For sure.
0: You talked about this on Sunday. I did. And, <laughs> the so, Sunday
1: before, actually.
0: And so, like, it's like it's about faithfulness. Yeah, and so, in that right. case, I mean, that's the resolution of our life. The yeah. resolution of our that's life is saying. to pursue is to trust God more. So, so with New Year's resolutions, yeah, that's why people make specific resolutions.
1: <sighs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't
0: know. Hey, read the Bible this year, <laughs> pray this year, be faithful. Yeah,
1: definitely resolve to do all those yeah. things more. But I, I think that's kind of where I'm coming down at. Like, and, and this last few years has really, really pushed me that direction. And I think it's incredibly positive and incredibly helpful. Like I don't like what's happened in the last two years, but what it has made me realize I do like, mm-hmm. and it's that as Christians, like what else can we fall back on? But but the call to faithfulness, mm. like to trust in the Lord and 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 live a life of faith in God and, and, and a pursuit of holiness, because it's like it seems like, you know, when you don't know what's going on in the world and you don't know where things are going and you don't know how to respond, what do you do? trust in the Lord and mm-hmm. seek to obey his principles. What else is there? Exactly. Like, like it, it, It's like, I, I I maybe it's just kind of where I'm at right now, but I just feel like, what else is there? Mm-hmm. You know, besides trusting in the Lord and, and seeking to be faithful to him every day. Other than that, I don't know what else I can do.
0: Yeah, and resting in the fact that God will never put you in a situation where it's impossible to be faithful, even if you don't know what to do, even if the life is yeah. confusing. Like Elizabeth Elliot says, just do the next right thing.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of something. Uh, so I just read, uh, I was, uh, I just read, um, what is it? Gilbert. What is Greg the gospel? Gilbert. Yeah. What is, is that the what you call it? Is that what Books? that was called? Yep. I just read that and, and I really liked at the end after. And it was an excellent gospel presentation, an excellent little book, just a, a nice little read, um, covers a lot of really good things. But one of the things he just focused on at the end was that, it, you know, uh, the the life of faith is a life of resting faith in christ mm. and i mean that's really it like it's a phrase that we say so often but do we really stop and think about what that means mm-hmm. to, to rest in christ to know that apart from him you have nothing you are nothing you've got nothing you know but mm-hmm. but but it, it, if you are resting in christ you ultimately have everything U- i mean ultimately you have everything yeah so yeah I that, don't know. well
0: that reminds you of a post i saw maybe you saw going around about uh, how the puritans uh, wished each other happy New year they, no, they didn't say happy New year they wished each other a blessed new year because oh. they didn't want to connect uh, a, a Christian's joy and contentedness in life to prosperity and wealth and all the things that were you know meant at the time and and often meant today when we say you know I hope I hope it's a happy new year for you I hope it's a, a good new year filled with like just positive yeah. things and they were like no let's be more realistic what we want for you is is for you to be blessed this year. However, the Lord accomplishes that in your life.
1: Well, that, that's crazy that you say that because I, I was just praying through a prayer this morning, and it wasn't written by the Puritans, but it was, it was it was written by a Reformed organization, and 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 one of the things in it, I I stopped and I thought about it, and, and the prayer was. Uh, um, I can't remember exactly how it was worded but it was like set me free from a pursuit of happiness and point me in the direction of a pursuit of holiness mm. and i thought like there's there's i mean we li- we live in north america not in america but you know in america e- 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 everybody is free f- to pursue happiness and i thought you know there's nothing wrong like you know blessed is the man and, and i mean I, I, maybe it's nitpicky but blessed and happy is essentially the same thing mm-hmm. but we don't think about it in the same yeah. way right like like we we um we connect happiness with circumstances Mm -hmm. right so so it's like really that really is a good idea to go you know pursue a blessed new year but also like our pursuit is not for happiness because happiness like i say generally depends on circumstances our pursuit is for holiness Mm -hmm. and i guess that's just what i'm what i'm harping on faithfulness holiness whatever you want to and that's what's going to
0: bring the lasting joy the lasting happiness that endures eternally
1: right regardless i mean if anything our circumstances in the last two years have—I uh, was going to say—they—they—they've directed us away from our circumstances. They should have. Mm. We find ourselves talking about our circumstances all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have a conversation with somebody without COVID or the government or something being brought up, mm-hmm. which I'm so sick of. But. I guess what I'll say is the last two years have reminded us that our hope shouldn't be in our circumstances. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Our hope should be in God and his plan and what he's doing. And
0: And that kind of brings us full circle to how we started this conversation being torn between hope and despair. Yeah. There you have it. That's where our hope should be.
1: Yeah, and we're. I mean, I saw. I saw, I saw a great tweet by Owen Strand today, and it was like, I'm just paraphrasing, but it, it was like, remember that the fallenness of this world is intended to remind us of the beauty of the next. That's good. And, and he, I mean, he's talking about the new heavens and the new earth, and, and that's you know, that's that's a great point. Yeah. Right. Like the 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 part of the purpose of this earth is is to make us long. For the new earth
0: oh yeah like alcorn says for believers this world is the closest we'll get to hell
1: yeah, isn't that true? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, on, that <laughs> on that note, hope and note. despair, folks. <laughs> we'll hope and up. despair. But ho- I mean, th- this this has really been a casual conversation. We're just gonna kind of been spitballing here. But uh, hopefully, it's been been helpful to people. But where they, where can they find us if they want to share uh, their hot takes or or if they want to uh, disagree with me on our kick and intro and outro music? That's probably starting around right now.
0: Okay. Well, they can uh, email sean at ageofminority People still com. email or jkell at ageofminority They can visit our website of course ageofminority.com they can find us on Facebook Twitter or Instagram and I was given a a note Mm. from our producer (laughs) earlier that uh, now they can also head over to Spotify Mm -hmm. and leave us a rating
1: no I don't think reviews but ratings
0: yeah well we'll take that rating but you know if you really feel like leaving a review we have an option for you too you can head over to Apple iTunes and leave us a review along with five stars of course how
1: how many other stars do they give? leave us
0: Hopefully, no less they're than five. O- they're
1: only allowed five, so that's so it's got to be. Please don't be
0: like that one person who <laughs> thought the, the show was so great. Yeah, they they, gave, they us gave us a one-star star Come on. They thought I, that was the best. I kind of like that.
1: <laughs> All right. You until next week.
0: This has been Age of Minority.